Did I describe that well? I think I did. Yeah, you did. Okay. Now we know why it got its name. Sometimes I have a hard time speaking, so I'm glad we're doing a podcast. (laughs) Hey guys, welcome back to Addicted to Trails, where we talk about all things hiking, camping, and outdoor adventures. I'm Alexis. I'm Erica. And today we're going to be talking about a very exciting topic. Uh, We're going to be talking about our favorite state parks in the USA. And there's a lot. Yes, we had to narrow it down to 20. (laughs) So I know that still sounds like a lot, but there are, what, more than 7,000 of them in the country? Yeah, almost eight, I think. So I think we did pretty good at choosing our 20 favorite. Um, (laughs) So for each of these 20 state parks, we have listed the two best things to do in each of them. So we're going to tell you a little bit about the park and what to do while you're there. And then um, just do like highlights of the park. Yes. So, okay. So our first one is in California. Whoop, whoop. And uh, it's Jedediah Smith Redwood State Park. I always call it Jebediah. Yeah, I don't. Like the Amish name. I don't know why. Because it's one letter off. Yeah. Anyways. Um, So this is a state park that's right by Redwoods National Park. It's actually part of the Redwood National and State Park Complex. So um, this particular part of the Redwoods is probably our favorite. And I think it's a lot of people's favorite as well. Um, It's just a little bit more impressive than the actual Redwoods National Park. Um, Isn't that ironic? Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, our favorite... uh, things to do recommendations would be to drive the Howland Hill Road which is a 10 mile narrow road through the Redwoods so this is a very narrow road where you're not allowed to bring you're not allowed to have an RV or a vehicle with trailers or anything because of how narrow it is I don't even think like if two SUVs are crossing at the same time like going different directions oh you're screwed there yeah you have to find a spot to pull over and there's really not a oh, you lot. gotta pull over in the woods <laughs> yeah so it's a little bit dangerous so if that's more if that's your speed go for it um there are some trailheads located off the road and that's actually my second recommendation um the boy scout tree trail so that is 5.5 5 miles round trip and you get to see all the redwoods up close pretty cool Yes. All right, Erica, what's our Another next Another one that's kind of, well, it's West Coast at least. It's uh, over in Utah, Dead Horse Point, one of my faves. And that's also by uh, the Canyonlands National Park, if you're familiar with that area. And there you can do a lot of fun things. You can hike the East and West Rim Trails, 5.5 miles. That's a loop. And then they got some overlooks there, of course. Uh, Dead Horse Point is probably the most impressive it's the one that's located at the end of the road so if you are not really into wanting to hike the trails um you can either just do like portions of it of the west and east rim or you can just drive to um the different overlooks so there's the dead horse point and then um you can park at the visitor center and just walk one mile round trip to see another impressive overlook called the colorado river overlook so yeah you kind of have lots of options there it's definitely worth the stop if you're going to be um in moab or exploring Canyonlands or arches national park for sure so our next one is valley of fire in nevada so this is a state park that's about an hour outside of vegas it's iconic for a reason yes it is impressive we just saw it for the very first time um in october and we were blown away we, this had been on our list for a while, so um, it's definitely one of the best state parks. Um, for 
recommendations, I would say to definitely hike the White Domes Fire Wave and Seven Wonders Loop. So there are parking lots for, um, there are different parking lots you can park in and hike just certain parts of it. Like a lot of people just want to hike the Fire Wave Trail or just the White Domes Trail. But I would encourage you to take the full 3.2 mile loop and see all of that because it is so crazy. And bring water. Make sure you have water and snacks. Yeah. In the desert heat, it's it's gonna get to you if you don't. When we hiked it, we were it was a hundred degrees in October and um they we went back a week later, like on the end of our trip, and it was thirty degrees. So like it's, it's very crazy how different yeah. weather is in the desert. Yeah, so you never know what to expect, but um they actually closed the fire wave trail um in the summer because of how hot it is. It's just too dangerous. So Definitely. Yeah. So you'll only be able to go in the off season to I guess it would be the high season for them, but yeah. um, like fall, winter, spring um, because of how dangerous it is. So yeah, that um, that particular loop is going to take you through um, these crazy wavy rock formations that kind of look like the wave in Arizona. It's and, the wave without the permit. Yeah. You don't need a permit or anything. You can just go to it. And it's very, I mean, I've, we have not hiked the wave, so we don't know how to compare them yeah, but, but i feel like it's just about the same it's pretty yeah it's pretty cool and um in the white domes loop there's the um that slot canyon that you get to go through actually a few different slot canyons that yes. was really really cool <laughs> to be able to go through and then the seven wonders loop had those pink pastel canyons that was so neat to see yeah never seen anything like that before it looks amazing in person yes. like i thought I wasn't sure how it would look, you know, on in person, in person versus yeah. online, but it's amazing. Blew me away. Yeah. And then, okay. The other iconic thing that you have to do when you go there is just drive that white domes road or it's sometimes called the mouse's tank road, depending on what map you're looking at. Who comes up with these names? <laughs> I don't know, but they, um, there's an iconic photo that you're supposed to take there. And of course we got one. Yeah. So it's on the white domes road, like by the rainbow Vista overlook, but you're just supposed to park on the side of the road and then climb these rocks it's really not that that bad no it's it's, pretty easy to do it's easy and I don't know if there's normally like a line of people waiting to take this particular photo um basically the photo is like you standing on a rock and then it kind of overlooks the road and the mountains yeah this is just like a really cool like composition that photographers love so we just had to get it but there wasn't a line or anything for us there was was nobody there was nobody and I feel like we were going in prime season because it was right. end of October. And so I don't prime know. Prime season and prime time and there was nobody. It was great. Yeah. All right. What's our next one? All Eric? right. On the park. opposite side is in New York, Buttermilk Falls. And I I absolutely love the name of that because, <laughs> I mean, it's true. When you see this 165 foot waterfall from the parking lot, oh my gosh, it's <laughs> a very intense waterfall. It's 100. Yeah. 165 feet. It. I was blown away by it, but actually my Literally. Fate, yeah, like you feel like you're going to get blown because of how <laughs> blown away because of how windy and freaking crazy it is yeah. there. But, um, now the best part of that park is actually beyond that waterfall because there's a, a one mile gorge trail that goes behind that buttermilk falls and you get to see all these different waterfalls and cascades. That's kind of neat. So yeah, they're not necessarily named or anything. That's Buttermilk Falls is the only named waterfall. But when you go on that gorge trail, you get to it's see gorgeous. all these waterfalls. It's so pretty. So you definitely have to do that when you go there. Um, next state park is Mathiesen State Park. In I'm glad you took that name. Illinois. <laughs> There's the yeah 
She wouldn't. She can't pronounce. Madison. That's yeah. what I would say. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Matthewson State Park in Illinois. It's right by Starved Rock, which is the more popular of the two. People tend to hear about Starved Rock, but not Matthewson. But they're literally they're like neighbors. They are direct neighbors. Like yeah. within a few minutes of each other, you can be at both parks. So the reason why I love this park so much is because not only is it just less crowded than starved rock and not a lot of people know about it so you just kind of get it all to yourself Mm -hmm. but it is so impressive it honestly blew me away and when you think of parks in illinois it's like really how cool can it be Mm -hmm. but it's very magical and mystical yeah so we went for the first time in the winter and we um there's the trail I'm going to recommend is I think the only trail that's there, the Dells Canyon and Bluff Trail. It's two miles, but you can go and see this entire park basically in two miles. My mm-hmm. Our favorite was um, down on the canyon floor where there are these stepping stones that um, you can walk across the river and go to the base of this like, it's, I'd say waterfall, but it really like it's barely a waterfall. Yeah, like It's it, still really pretty and unique though. Yeah. And Anyway, so we went in the winter and we couldn't cross it because the, was it the water level was too high? Yeah. Like we couldn't, and it also was just cold. So right. we didn't want to like get wet, but, um, we ended up going back in the summer and getting to do that. We got to like hop across all those stones. That was so much fun. Oh my gosh. And then, um, go to that little waterfall. So that is, you definitely have to do that while you're there. Uh, okay. What's our next one? I'm going to let you pronounce this because oh, I just want to, I want a little <laughs> laugh today. Well, it's right nearby in Michigan. Here we go, folks. Tequemenon Falls. Okay. It, I was, was I close? Tequemenon Falls. Tequemenon. Still don't have it, but that's okay. Root Beer Falls. Yes. That's it is called call it. the Root Beer Falls. Um, it is in the UP of Michigan specifically. So and Michigan um, also has very impressive uh, waterfalls. Yes. And the it, UP. And the UP, there are, yeah, tons of cool waterfalls. But yes. this is our favorite. So it's separated into a lower and an upper falls. And you can access each of these um, in a different parking area. Like you can just drive to each one and then just mm-hmm. walk up to the, each overlook. Or you can hike the trail that goes between them, which is 10.2 miles out and back. So <laughs> it depends on what you want to do. Easy um, peasy. If you're driving with multiple cars, you can park one at one trailhead and one at the other and then make it a five mile trail, whatever you want to do. But um, that's a good tip. If you want to hike the trail that goes in between it, go for it. If not, you can just drive up to each overlook and either way you get to see both waterfalls. So um, I think the upper was my favorite. Is that? Yeah, that was my favorite too. It's just a little bit more impressive, but the lower is still pretty cool too. Yeah. So definitely worth seeing um, when you're in the UP. If you're going to like Mackinac Island or something, that's um, also near, very pretty nearby. Too. Yes. <laughs> Next one is in our home state. One of our favorites. Cummins Falls. <laughs> it's in uh, central Tennessee. So um, the, the main thing to do at this park, rather the only thing, if unless you just want to hike the um, trail, is to go into the river, hike through the river to the base of Cummins Falls which is a 75 foot waterfall. It's pretty so crazy. impressive. Yes. So and I'm not a fan of like really getting in water and getting wet, but this was a lot of fun. I really mm-hmm. enjoyed it and highly recommend it. Yeah. So you, there's, um, you can take two different routes. Um, you can take just a straight mile, um, a straight route down to the river and then come back and that would be two miles total. Or you can take like a more scenic route and go to the, um, the overlook of the Cummins Falls, first before you head down to the river 
and that makes it three miles. So you can do either one. Um, I, the, the walk through the river itself isn't very long. Like I, it's definitely, I think it was pretty short. It's yeah. It's, it's like probably a little over half a mile. Um, so, which it yeah. is, it will seem like longer when you're in there cause you're walking a lot slower, but, um, it's really not a bad Just walk. Just go on a hot summer day. You won't even notice. Yes. And then when you get to the waterfall, you can, there's a swimming hole at the base of the, the falls that everybody loves to swim in. And, um, just a nice place to go hang yeah. out. You can have a snack, enjoy the falls, get a nice breeze from it. Flash floods are possible in Very, this area. Yes. So they do have like strict evacuation protocols and they won't let you down there if they think that, um, there's going to be a flash flood. So if there's like a storm brewing or something, they're well, not they going to let you down Well, they even have like there. protection down there at the base of the waterfalls. We yeah. saw like life jackets and there's stuff. There's emergency routes mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, they do have some life jackets down there. You should be wearing them when you're down there, um, and just as a safety precaution because of the current yes the waterfall is very powerful and the currents are strong so um especially for quick for kids yeah definitely do that but um there are life jackets down there but not enough necessarily no. for everybody so i would suggest bringing your own but another thing i should mention is that you need to get a gorge permit yes. ahead of time um in order to get to the base of the falls because they only allow 20 200 sorry 200 people <laughs> to go down there every day because of how popular it is it has become extremely popular in the last four ish years so get that six dollar permit online before you go there and then go down to the waterfall yes uh, i do have a blog post on that as well if you need more more deep <laughs> you want to scope that out yes <laughs> okay what's our next one all right kind of in the same region as well we're going to georgia it's Providence Canyon, and that's just a couple hours south of Atlanta. Uh, we mm-hmm. highly recommend doing the Canyon Loop Trail. Yeah. You have something to say? Well, I was just going to describe the park a little bit. Yeah, go for it. Do you, um, the pictures are really impressive because I think it's called the Grand Canyon, Grand Canyon. of the South. Um, just because it's a little, it's, it's a little canyon, <laughs> but it's <laughs> big enough where it's impressive and um, definitely worth exploring. But the, the colors of these rocks are just amazing they're like orange and red and pink and it's kind of crazy that it's in georgia like it, yeah it does resemble the grand canyon if you live on the other coast just a little yeah it's a little canyon yeah. that um so there's nine canyons you, know, you can explore on this canyon loop trail it's kind of crazy yeah That's so you um another thing you can do is go backcountry camping which I think that was in our original plans to do um, this past winter, but we didn't end up doing it. I think we ended up heading home early, but um, that's an option if you guys want to go backpacking. There's a seven-mile trail down there in the canyon. Um, uh, next, The next one is in New York. Um, We figured we couldn't have... um, We couldn't really mention state parks without mentioning this one. Yes, Niagara Falls. (laughs) So this one is in New York on the Canada-USA border. Um, so you can visit, we've only done the USA one. Yeah. We, um, the year we went, they were still having strict protocols about right. who could go over to the, uh, who can cross the border and all that. So we only visited the USA side. Um, so but I think it's just as impressive as a Canada side. Yeah. I mean, just from doing research on yeah. it. Yeah. I think if you go into and, and take that boat tour, down is that uh, the made of the mist on the usa side it is the made of the mist on the canada side they call it the hornblower niagara city cruises so i mean we have the better name i'm not gonna not gonna lie about that um but if you go into the uh into that boat tour you are going to be able to see the waterfalls 
the same as everybody else. So whether or not, so if you decide like, oh, I don't want to go cross the border. I don't want to deal with the hassle of that or I don't have a passport or whatever. Just take that made in the mist boat tour um, and you'll be able to see the waterfalls literally from the water and feel the intense. You'll be like, blown away literally and figuratively. Yep. It's it's insane. That was probably my favorite thing to do there um, was taking that boat tour because I took you as close as possible to the bottom of the falls without absolutely getting destroyed <laughs> by the It was force. smack dab in our face. Yes, you could. You're gonna get soaked. They give you little ponchos to wear, and um, another thing that I loved doing was the Cave of the Winds. So that was a tour where you. It's like a. It's. I call it a tour, but you just get a ticket, and then you can go down to the Bridal Veil Falls. Was that the elevator one? Mm-hmm. And you can stand underneath it, and you just get absolutely <laughs> drenched because you can actually stand underneath this one. Right. But I wouldn't recommend standing under it for too long because you'll literally get pummeled yeah you're gonna lose your so, stuff <laughs> yes like you're gonna fall <laughs> they've got it all protected or whatever so you're not gonna fall into the waterfall but like you are gonna lose your balance definitely i mean you can't help it it's part of the fun though <laughs> so yeah while you're there do those two tours you can obviously look at the overlooks of each one of them. They're just, you don't get that great view that you right. do from the the boat or from, from the... From being blasted by the waterfall. Yeah. Um, but I guess I would say the best overlook from the USA side would be the observation point. I think that ticket was so cheap when you just get to go to this um, like observation deck yeah. and look at the... You get a better view. It kind of juts out into the water as opposed to the other overlooks where you're just kind of staring directly down at like you're above the waterfall staring mm-hmm. down as opposed to this observation deck where you get to go out it's kind of into the yeah above the river and kind of like look at the a different falls. angle of it yeah pretty cool so and um if you're going to the canada side i've read that the journey behind the falls is is a cool it's kind of like our cave of the winds where you go beneath the falls um and so freaking cool yeah so that, that on their side it would be horseshoe falls that you get to kind of stand under and feel the force of it so <laughs> all right what's our next one erica all right we are heading over to ohio now which i know you're thinking what's there but actually it's one of the coolest state parks that we've been to and we still talk about it to this day and we hiked that years ago and that's hiking hills mm-hmm Hocking Hills. Everybody who lives in Ohio or near Ohio says, oh, I don't understand why Hocking Hills is not our state's national park instead of Cuyahoga Valley. For sure. But the truth be told, though Hocking Hills is more impressive than Cuyahoga Valley, it would get so much more busy if it were to become a national park. And I don't think realistically that the people... (laughs) <laughs> the oh uh, the uh, what were they what are they called the, oh the Buckeyes is that is that what they're called the Buckeyes I don't think they really want that kind of uh, traffic to such a special place it already sees enough I think that's yeah that's very true that's so point. so yeah so it's definitely more impressive it's just a state park but it is so cool so what are the best things to do there yeah they got a couple unique trails there that we did that are really pretty and have very pretty waterfalls there and caves like this one it's Old Man's Cave. Old Man's Cave, yes. That's the quintessential thing to do if you go there. Um, 1.5 mile loop. Yes, ma'am. And they also have the Ash Cave, which is, I think that's my favorite one. Mm-hmm. That's a half mile round trip one. Yeah, so Old Man's Cave has 
two waterfalls, I believe, um, yes. and caves. And it's just like a really cool hiking trail. There's no like, oh, just walking through a forest. Like it's all really cool. Um, you're walking through like bri- you get there's bridges and it's just stones kind of neat. It's like and your typical just like yeah flat paved trail or whatever it's it's hard to explain bridges and yeah. stone steps and you're walking through caves yeah over like cool I've said bridges. it before but it's like a, a magical place yeah it definitely feels more like it's very kid friendly because they're going to be engaged the whole time there's always something to look at and um, pet friendly and pet friendly you get to yeah see two waterfalls and um yeah so that's definitely one of the best things to do ash cave like you said mm-hmm. is another waterfall i think it's a hundred foot waterfall um in this yeah. recessed cave and that is yeah i think that's my favorite one as well it's so impressive definitely um okay so i guess we didn't put this one on our list yeah but i just made me think of this ohio um nelson kennedy ledges i oh, would add yes. to that i would do like a little We'll piggyback on there because <laughs> I know that we said we're only going to do 20, but that I just thought of it. Like Nelson County ledges is that one of the is coolest parks. One ever. of my favorites. I can't believe we forgot about that. Yes. Like, and it is, we haven't been in a couple of years, but literally nobody knows about it unless you live in Ohio or near Ohio. Right. Or you're like us and we like just research hidden gems just all the time. Huge, well, it's not huge. It's a small park, but mm-hmm. it's just a jungle gym of different, I, I would say caves. Or yeah, canyons. there's like all this moss covered rock and there's a huge waterfall and it's just, it's so fun to walk through. It's definitely a hidden gem there. Yeah, it's kind of, it's not really near anything. So I think people just don't go because it's such a small park and it's not really well, on the way. that's what makes them underrated. So yeah, add that one to our list. Yes. Um, the next one we have is Ricketts Glen in Pennsylvania. I think this is one of your favorites. Yes, yeah, so I love any trail or any park that has a lot of waterfalls. And this has a lot. This has, so yeah, this has a trail, which is the only thing I'm going to recommend in this park because it's the only thing we did and it's just, you have to do it if you go there. It's called the Falls Trail and there are 21 named waterfalls on one trail. Say what? Yes. So technically this loop is seven miles, but if you can, you only have to hike three miles to see all of these trails all of these waterfalls so that's what we did a couple miles yeah three to see over 20 waterfalls 3.2 miles um by going on the highland trail and the glenlee and the ganoga glen sides of the trail Again, anyway the names. <laughs> once you get there you're gonna see the signs for these and you'll know where to go but yeah you can see all 21 of these and it's not just miles. like small little trinkly waterfalls like they have some massive like huge ones yeah. And it's not like other trails where they're just, yeah, like little trickles and they don't have names. Like these all have names, which means that they're impressive enough where they're not just like a little cascade or something. They are a actual waterfall. Right. And there's 21 of them. So Definitely had to add check it. That out. Yes. Ricketts Glen. All right. What's our next one? All right. We are heading over to Arizona now. Mm-hmm. Southern Arizona is one of, well, I mean, I have several favorites there, but this is Lost Dutchman. Mm-hmm. And we did the Superstitious Mountain there and that was just a little over two miles long it has tall mountains and of course there's cacti everywhere but that was one of my favorites and i think it was the only one we did actually i thought we did the treasure loop you might be right about that we did so we didn't end up doing full trails because we were hiking this 
park in a thunderstorm. Do you remember well, that? Well, it's it's the desert. It's yeah. the weather is very unpredictable there. So we were hiking like so this park is near Phoenix and you have views of the Superstition Mountains like they're in your face and you can um it's just I think I'm pretty sure we did the treasure loop. Um but you probably yeah, you're right about that. Yeah, the the trail is a few miles. I don't know that we did the whole thing, like I said, because it was it was thunderstorming. But I definitely would want to go back and and do more there. Yes, for um, sure. Just because of how impressive it was, I'm obsessed with the Superstition Mountains. Same. So it's cool. another underrated area. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. So next, we're speaking actually, of another underrated park, <laughs> we're we're gonna go back to Illinois. We should have done all over the. We should have done these side by side, but we just are doing whatever. <laughs> Uh, we're going back to Illinois to Starve Rock. So I know we kind of touched on that. And though it's more known than Mathiasen, it's still on our list because of how still, it's ha- still how impressive good, it is. Though. So, um, yeah, there's kind of the highlight of this park is the uh, all of the canyons that are there. So from the visitor center, you can choose whether you want to go see one canyon or whether you want to go see all of them. Nope. And if you want to see all of them, you're looking at 10 to 12 miles but you definitely don't have to do that. You, we're going to share our three favorites in case you I, I like trails like that where yeah. you can see as little as much as you want. Yeah. So essentially you're just, you're just walking until you don't want to walk anymore and you can, <laughs> and then you can turn around. That's my kind of trail. <laughs> so yeah. So our favorites are LaSalle Canyon, which is the furthest from the visitor center. So it's two miles, but definitely worth seeing. Um, and then French Canyon, which I think was, was that your favorite? Yes. 0.4 miles mm-hmm, that's why <laughs> oh, okay it's shorter <laughs> just kidding just kidding <laughs> and um wildcat canyon which is a mile from the visitor center though that was probably my favorite we went um i think a few different times but one of the times we went was like in late winter when yes. the waterfalls were kind of frozen yeah but it, it's still really pretty yeah it was really cool i the, so yeah there's and a lot of these canyons there are waterfalls i forgot to mention that so yes. it's not just like little canyons there are waterfalls and they're so pretty. So you have to go see those. Family friendly, pet friendly. Yes. Um, and then another trail is you can hike to Sandstone Point, 2.6 miles round trip. So we got several options there. Yes. All right. Our next one, um, we're going to Kentucky to Cumberland Falls. So this is called the Niagara of the South, right? Yes, it is. And this one definitely gets, uh, it's worthy of that name for sure. It oh, is, yeah. It is very niagara feeling did i say that right it's got, I got what you meant it's got niagara vibes <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> it does it's huge and um they're no that waterfall is known to have what's called a moon bow yes no, which is so that. cool like you can see a rainbow like coming off of the um the waterfall from just the sheer force of it and it's i love so seeing cool. rainbows off of waterfalls one of my favorite mm-hmm. things yeah so look, go look online to see the moon bow schedule so cool they have a schedule yeah because it only <laughs> happens certain days and times <laughs> so what are the best trails there so we got a couple of those <laughs> i'm just so focused on the the waterfall it's in my mind it's so beautiful but you can go to the eagle falls trail it's a two mile lollipop loop that's your favorite isn't is it, it? just a, is it a lollipop i thought it was just a loop it said lollipop okay i specifically remember that okay. because i'm like oh you're gonna love this a lollipop trail you guys don't know <laughs> is an out and back trail that leads into a loop so it literally looks like a lollipop yeah. when you look at it on the map Kinda okay cute. i just i just had to say that all right <laughs> all right what's what's on the eagle falls trail it's got a 50 foot waterfall 
which is I think is pretty impressive. And that goes right into the Cumberland River. Mm-hmm. It's a short trail, but it's moderate, so be mindful of that when you go because it has some steep areas and you're going to be climbing along the, the cliffs and whatnot. So keep that in mind if you are new to hiking. Yes, and then obviously you can just go to the overlooks. Yes, um, that's very popular to do. Right from the parking lot, you can just walk to the different overlooks and see just different angles of this waterfall. So I'd recommend doing that. Um, even if you don't want to go on an actual trail. So, um, next one is located in Missouri (laughs) near the Ozarks. Yes. It's one of your favorites, Erica. So you can talk about it. It's just so much fun. I, there's something about boulders and rocks that you can just climb all over. I call it a a jungle gym because it is, Mm -hmm. but there's a shut and loop there, which. What? We didn't say the name of the park. Okay. And you talk about the park. I, all right. Johnson's shut-ins <laughs> state park in Missouri. So, um, it's very popular in the summer because kids and families go there to swim. Yeah. To jump in. So it's basically, um, a shut-in is like a part of a river that, um, is kind of blocked off or choked by boulders. That's what it's called. That's vulgar. <laughs> so like the river is flowing and then into this one particular section there are just massive boulders and so the river has the water has a hard time flowing through and so it kind of gets it gets shut in it gets shut in and then once <laughs> once there <laughs> the boulders are gone the river can continue flowing as normal so this particular park those shut-ins those massive boulders people like to climb on them swim in them at your own risk of course because the the um current is powerful in there <laughs> Since the river is literally getting choked at this point. Makes sense. Did I describe that well? I think I did. Yeah, you did. Okay. Now we know why it got its name. Sometimes I have a hard time speaking, so I'm glad we're doing a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound like you. Whatever. Because you you like to talk. I do, but sometimes I have a hard time explaining things. That's true. I I understood. I hope everybody else did too. Voice. Okay. So while you're... Shut up. While you're there, you can do the the hike. (laughs) Yes. Or you can go swimming and just literally bring your beach chairs and just chill there. It's a great uh, summer hiking spot. You got to get there early though because they, um, right when they open, there's a line of people waiting to get in because a lot of people just come here to swim. Right. Well, it's a great spot to do it. Yes. All right. We're going back to New York. (laughs) (laughs) This is in no order if you can tell. No, it's it's all over, but Um, it is what it is. Watkins Glen. It is a, um, there's a trail there that has 19 waterfalls. So it's less than two miles and you can see 19 waterfalls and there are, it's just like this gorge full of waterfalls and there's a reason why it's so popular. Cause I mean, yeah. you walk in a couple miles and bam, yeah, and pretty much, gorgeous there. pretty much the, along the entire trail, you're seeing some sort of waterfall oh, one after another so yeah they're just one after another so if you've got kids with you who are who get bored easily this is a great trail to yeah, take we them saw on a lot of uh families there yes. and dogs and everything yep so um that's pretty much the only thing i would say to do there um there are other hiking trails as well that we did that went away from the gorge and away from the waterfalls but that's definitely the best thing to do there I mean, you can spend a lot of time there with all the waterfalls and just stuff yeah. to look at. You can go, like, I would recommend going um, up the gorge and then back down the gorge instead of going up and around, you know, so you can see it twice. Right, you can different angles. head towards the waterfalls and then head away from it. Rainbow just, Falls yeah. is my favorite. 
of course it's really cool so <laughs> we have to go there in the winter because i recently saw a winter picture of the frozen waterfall and it looked really cool that would be interesting yeah too. so that's on our list to do okay. um okay so next one is uh devil's lake in wisconsin it's so, near uh, madison the dells area. is it okay yeah. i mean it's been a while since we've been there but i remember that lake and it is a sapphire blue lake that is the Ooh. center piece of this uh park and um Definitely, you can go swimming, hiking, camping, and it's another pet-friendly park, which we love. Um, so what are the two best trails to do there? You got the Devil's Lake Trail, and you can take that via West Bluff. Or East Bluff. You can do either one. Basically, yeah. you're just going on, you're just choosing which side of the lake you want to go right. on. There's not a bad option. Yeah. And that's about a five-mile trail, but it's got the great views of the lake, and you can climb mm -hmm. on rocks there and just kind of hang out at the beach. And It's just a great summer activity to do. And then the Balanced Rock Trail which one of my favorites it's yeah it's pretty steep but it's only 0.7 miles and you can get up to this um rock that's balancing on another rock and it's massive it looks it like, sounds silly but it's really cool yeah it looks like it's about to just tip over and <laughs> literally it does i don't know how it's standing there but anyway you also get great views of the lake too mm. from this area from this trail so all right, uh, back on down to Tennessee. Back to Tennessee. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to Sparta, Tennessee. Um, I feel like this is one of your Burgess, favorites for good reason. Burgess Falls. Yes. I will tell you why it is my favorite. <laughs> so this is probably my... Uh, between this and Cummins Falls, it's... I feel like it was a bucket list item for you, what we did. Yes. So I love going and seeing waterfalls, but what I love more is going to the base of these waterfalls. And in Burgess Falls, you can't hike to the base of the falls you can only hike in um on this this uh 1.2 mile trail that leads to all of them but from above so you get like the overlooks right of the different waterfalls there's a uh, little falls middle falls and a uh, upper falls is that what it is yeah and cascades and things like that mm -hmm. so that trail is really cool and it's impressive you get to see them but i wanted i remember when we went there for the first time years ago i was like how do i get down to the base of this waterfall because that's what i want to so do so determined to find a way I to was. do that and we couldn't find a trail down there and I, so i remember like after we left i was just in the car researching how do i get to the base of this waterfall and i found out that you have to kayak there or paddle in some way so you mm -hmm. can um i immediately put, put that on my bucket list and you found a way and literally a month after we moved here we went and took our um, paddle boards and paddled to the base of the falls and got to stand underneath it. That was pretty cool. It was so cool. Highly recommend doing that. Yes. From the Cookville, uh, the Cane Hollow, I don't have this written down, but <laughs> I have it on my blog post, but from the Cane Hollow uh, recreation area, it's about uh, four miles round trip. There are right. longer paddles as well you can do um, to see another waterfall and all that. But if you just want to take a short paddle to well, they also the have falls. a company like outfitters that take yeah, you there too. yeah if you don't have your own kayak and you want to go with somebody you can also do that but i remember when we went we went early in the morning and we got the whole waterfall to ourselves. yeah not one soul was there so cool so um it's very popular in the summer like people go there to party and things like oh, that yeah, which, for is, sure. which is annoying i, I don't know why <laughs> it's just like there's so much trash there too like people just because litter it's just a, a peaceful area so and you annoying. want it to remain that way but people Tend yeah. to ruin that. So be respectful if you go there um, and don't litter. Leave no trace, and folks. Yes. So if you're going to go there, be respectful, please. And yeah, check out my blog post on Burgess Falls where I tell you how to 
get there. Uh, all the different routes you can take, what you should bring, what to expect, all that. She's so, got all the deets. Yes. All right. So we've got three more for you guys. So I know this is kind of... I know it's a lot, but... Yeah. We're just trying to... <laughs> it's a lot of fun to talk about it. Briefly though. explain these parks to you because they mean a lot to us. Yes. Um, so that we're going to Arizona again. Um, Red Rock State Park. So that's in Sedona. Something about the Red Rocks there. Mm-hmm. Just beautiful. There are two hiking trails that I'd recommend while you're there. The Apache Fire Trail and the Eagle's Nest. Um, the Apache Fire is one mile out and back and the Eagle's Nest is 2.8 miles round trip. And basically, this is, these are just really scenic areas. You get to see all the, the Red Rocks and um, views of Sedona from, <laughs> from these hiking trails. So yeah, if you're in Sedona, I definitely recommend kind of getting away from those um, more popular trails that you find in Sedona, like, yeah. I don't know, Bell Rock and, uh, what, what does everybody do? The Subway Cave and just uh, all the crowds tend to flock there, but they don't really go to the state park. So definitely recommend going there. All right. What's our next one, Erica? All right. This is one of my, I know I say this a lot. One of these, my are all of, all of, these are all, all of but our favorites. You know how you <laughs> just love waterfalls? Like that's your thing. Yeah. I love natural bridges mm-hmm. and that's where I'm taking you folks. Mm-hmm. Natural bridge state park. Yes. In Kentucky. Yeah. Neighbor. Yes. It's our neighbor. Yes. But at the natural bridge there, you can, you can take a sky lift there cause it's going to dump you right off the, the edge of the bridge. So it's really easy to hike to. Well you, yeah. So you can either hike to the bridge. There are multiple different routes you can take. There are right. short routes. There are complicated routes. You can pair it with other trails, but the easiest way to see this is to just take the sky lift where you get cool views of the, um, the I landscape. I think it's like a, a two for one. Mm-hmm. And they literally just dump you off at the edge of the bridge. And it's, you pretty much, you just got a real short walk to, <laughs> and you get to stand on the bridge, go underneath it and then take the sky lift right back down to your car. So it's kind of cool. Otherwise you do have to hike and it is kind of steep in certain areas. So no, I'd rather take the sky lift because well, I mean, it's, it's fun to do. Yeah. And so you're going to a freaking natural bridge mm-hmm. there. I believe the shortest route up there is it's at least half a mile that you have to walk. Um, but there's also, you can pair it with the battleship rock trail, which we did. Um, it's about a 5.4 mile loop. So not bad. Not there bad. are, what I love about this bridge is that you can go on it and underneath it, which is so cool. So I love doing it, but I also get scared. Not because of like a height, but I, I don't want to like damage it in any way. But if they allow it, I'm going to do it. Yeah. Yes. This this one is allowed. A lot of like. Some of them aren't. You're referring to like in um, arches and canyon lands yes. where they say do not delicate. step on this rock right. because it will erode. Yeah. yeah. Natural bridge. You are allowed to stand on the rock yeah. on the bridge. If they have a sign, don't do it. Yeah. All right, one more, and then we are going to briefly um, just wrap up this episode saying um, some... Just kind of let you know what's on our bucket list. Yeah, what state state parks parks we have left that we want to... Not left, but which ones we're most looking forward to visiting. Um, Mm -hmm. So, okay. But first, our final one is Elephant Rocks in Missouri. So this is by the Johnson shut-ins that we mentioned earlier. So if you're going to go there, you can do both of these at the same time. What we did is we took... um, We went down to Missouri to go to Gateway Arch National Park and we just went to these other state parks on top of it. Just had a fun just trip. Just a fun road that. trip. So um, Elephant Rocks is so cool because you get to climb on all these massive granite boulders. Yeah, I had fun there. And why it's called Elephant Rocks are not only because they're jumbo, but there's one 
um, particular train of rocks on this top of this overlook that looks like a an elephant it like and an it looks elephant. like a like a train in a circus it was it's was so cool <laughs> so we saw you gotta that, see it yeah so you can hike the, the braille trail it's called um it's just a mile loop around all these giant jumbo granite boulders um but you can also climb all over the rocks too which is really fun so little jungle gym yes all right so we're going to wrap up this episode by saying which parks we want to visit so real quickly what um what are some cool parks that are on our list state parks we have a handful of those but i think one of the coolest and i know i'm going to say this about every single one of these but it's in new mexico and it's called the city of rocks Mm -hmm. and it's it's just really cool to see it Mm kind of reminds me of like death valley in a Mm -hmm. way because of the desert Mm -hmm. and we want to see custer state park in south dakota yeah i feel like everybody talks about that smith rock in oregon kodachrome basin in utah coral pink sands in utah sounds so pretty and then goblin valley in utah i know we have a lot of utah parks but um and then black waterfalls in west virginia silver falls in oregon we almost went there on our trip to the pnw but we ran out of time well there's so much to see there um yeah and then uh forgive me for this pronunciation makoshika state park in montana i'm glad you said that so (laughs) those are on our list um i know we've got some more too but those are like the ones that we're really looking forward to so um i'd love to hear what your favorite state parks are yeah let Um, us know i feel like we just talked everybody's ear off about this but yeah let me know informative let me know what are your favorite state parks so that we can add more to our ever-growing bucket list yes Yes. All right. So I think that about wraps up this episode for this week. Um, where can they find you, Erica? I am on Instagram, folks. E. Esslinger, eighty-six. Yep. And you can find us on YouTube at Addicted to Trails. That's with the number two, not T O. And then you can find me on Instagram at Alexis Abroad. And my travel blog is alexisabroad.com. So we'll be back next week with a new episode. See, See you guys. guys on the trails. Bye.